Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. The Mr. Beacon Podcast is sponsored by Williot. Scaling IoT with battery-free Bluetooth. So welcome to the Mr. Beacon podcast. Uh, this week we're in uh, or near Helsinki in Finland uh, at the Cooper conference and I'm really pleased to be talking to Antti Jussi. I probably didn't pronounce that exactly right. Maybe you can... Uh... Antti Jussi. Okay, very good. Uh, from Liga. Um, uh, can you uh, introduce us to what Liga do? So, Liga is the Finnish word for Finnish hockey league, so we're the elite ice hockey series in Finland. And I hear that Finnish people like us like ice hockey, it's pretty popular. It's extremely popular here, you know, by far the most popular sports in, in all demographics here. And how, how big is the league? How many teams, how many stadiums? Um, we have 15 teams, 14 stadiums, and um, that's, yeah, we've got... Over two million visitors or spectators in in the past season, or in total. So you guys have really led the charge, been incredibly innovative about the use of Bluetooth technology and location technology. Can you explain a bit about how you're using it? Yes. Yeah, so beginning of next season, we will have all the arenas equipped with Cooper uh, locators, and then. Uh, you know, every player has a tag and, and the puck has a chip and that that kind of makes the infrastructure in the arenas. And then we have a fancy wise hockey um, cloud analytics on top of that to, you know, real use the real-time positioning on the ice and, and, and all kinds of statistics and insights we can get from the game that it hasn't been available before. So this is great because, you know, we've, uh, on the podcast, we've talked a lot about angle of arrival, Bluetooth angle of arrival uh, technology, but you're using it for uh, an application where you probably don't care a huge amount about the, the physics and the, and, and the technology. W- what is it that, that uh, Cooper, those Cooper locators do for, uh, for ice hockey that, uh, that, that is particularly important? Um, well, they, you know... As every player has a tag and we have the puck there, the Cooper locators, and they 
well, you know, they track the players and the puck a uh, hundred times a second, and that way we can get very, very accurate, and precise, coordinate data that we then the raw data we use then to you know make all kinds of analytics on on the player positions and speed of the puck and, and position of the puck and, and all kinds of stuff. So it's that's the key of actually doing that, all the cool stuff. And what kind of statistics does that yield? What does a viewer... Uh, presumably this is available through which channels? How does, uh, how does a fan see this information? Uh, well, we, we can use it in the arena, in, uh, you know, on the Jumbotron to show the statistics for the fans. We have, some teams have applications where we can show some of the data on our Liga website and digital channels. A TV broadcast show the data in there in period analysis and replays and highlight clips. So there's a lot of use cases for, for the fan experience. And, you know, really sky's the limit for the um, insights and the stats we can get from really basic shots on, on goal to, you know, very, very deep uh, analysis of the flow of the game and the performance of each of the teams. So it's from... You know, from zero to hundred, I guess. And uh, how many? D tell us a little bit more about the infrastructure. So you've got a bunch of these locators. They look like small white frisbees with blinking lights. Uh, how many of those does it take to cover an uh, ice hockey uh, rink? Yeah, it's rink. Yeah. Uh, Twenty locators and per each arena, and they're in the in the ceiling of the arena, covering the whole rink, going around the rink. And uh, they communicate to some kind of local server, presumably, which is doing all of the calculation. And uh, when do you get to see the data? It's displayed in, is it displayed in real time? It's displayed in real time, yes. So you kind of have a digital view of where the, the, the puck is and where the players are, which, I, I mean, I am not a big ice hockey fan, I am ashamed to admit to you, but... Uh, um, I, you were showing some screenshots of the television coverage and how that's presented, and uh, I have to say I found it, I found it really useful because um, otherwise it's just difficult to track where everyone is, and you have that kind of like a heads-up display, and you can see all of that. What kind of feedback have you had from your different stakeholders? What do they like about it? Well, feedback is really positive. I mean, everyone looks at it from their own perspective. So we have teams and coaches who really want the analysis of the game and, and per, you know, as much data as possible from the players and their team and their opponents. But then for the fans, it's more about the visualization. I mean, we have so much data that we need to think about how to present that. And mm -hmm. we can't really overload people with, with... Some people really like statistics. They want the numbers and they want a lot of tables and they can read all day. But, you know, normal fan wants to you know easily digestible piece of information and that's that's really what maybe is our biggest challenge how we feed that to the to the fans so that they get a lot of added value but it's you know overwhelming in, 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 you know, in terms of amount of data uh, I think you guys have really pioneered this space I, I'm not aware of any other sports league that has done exactly what you're doing now is that the case? Um, that is the case, yeah. I mean, some of the football leagues and some of the major leagues in, in, in the States have done, like NFL, have done, done some chip-based tracking. But, you know, hockey is a different game because the puck is 
really small and it travels extremely fast. So it's a different game than, than football or, um, or any other kind of a slower sport where the ball is bigger and, and you can use optical tracking as well. But I mean, for, for the hockey, we're the, we're the first to actually achieve this. NHL has a lot of talks about it, but you know, we haven't seen anything yet. I can't imagine how a Bluetooth beacon survives in a puck that is being slammed really hard, going at incredible velocities. But I mean, do these things do these things break, or what are some of the what are some of the challenges with making all of this work? Well, that has been the challenge, but none of the pucks you know broke down last season, so they're extremely durable. And the wise hockey guys who you know provide the solution for us, they made an extremely great job with the puck because that's their their uh, proprietary puck that they provide for us this achievement the puck and it has to you know it has to survive you know a shot on the goal post 100 miles an hour mm-hmm. you know the whole whole night and that's none of the pucks have broken down so it's extremely it's good impressive. but that, that's that's uh that has been the biggest challenge i guess for you know thinking about how to get the chip in the puck and make it survive of course it's a physical game so players bump into each other quite a lot as well so you know the tax on the players has to be durable as well but you know so far everything's gone very well and and how about the players do they uh how do they feel about being tracked um, well, some players like it a lot, some players maybe not that much, and most of them probably don't even care that much. Right. I mean, they know that this is part of the, being part of the entertainment product that the league is, and, and they, I mean, you know, there might be some questions in the future when this is more, um, more advanced system and we can provide a lot of data to different parties and there might be questions from players how we're using it and of course we need to make sure that players association is aware of that and we have a good you know good relationship with them and, and with the players but but um, I think most of them don't really even they know they have a chip but that doesn't really bother them at all so one of the challenges of going first and pioneering is you need to convince the skeptics you know within your own organization presumably some people thought it was a great idea others must have had some reservations how do you how do you make that case to an organization that probably doesn't see radio technology as being its core business i know and that's uh when we show this to the teams and we show the board of directors of Liga, of course, we talk about the value, the business value and commercial value that we can get out of this system. We don't talk about the technology that much. So mm-hmm. far. Of course, they need to know a little bit about that. But, you know, it's that's why we did a pilot of, of four arenas to validate the system and show the value that this actually works. And this mm-hmm. is how we can use this. Teams can use it for, for commercial purposes they get new opportunities for their partners and their sponsors that's the same for the Liga and we can you know, save money on you know doing statistics automatically in the future we can provide more data to coaches and players so there's a there's so many use cases for this and we I mean it's a it's a it's a big investment for us as, as a league but um, yeah there was a lot of change management still probably when when we want every every team to be in, in part of this yeah. and so part of this is putting infrastructure into stadia um you mentioned i think 14 uh presumably you don't 
the league does the league own the stadium or, or do, are there separate entities that own the, the infrastructure yeah, they are there are separate entities uh, it depends it might be the city that owns owns the stadium um, usually the team is the main uh, you know occupant of, of that rink and they have a lot of saying what to put there but yeah I mean we have a lot of broadcasting infrastructure in place in the mm-hmm. arenas as well so so I mean that's just you know putting a few locators in that ceiling so that hasn't been a problem at all it's if you play in the in the league you you need to have this in your arenas that's kind of how it is. what would you say the biggest challenge has been in getting this project done well I I would say now the biggest challenge has been the buy-in to actually expand this league-wide what mm-hmm. we did because it's a uh, said it's a huge investment for us although we have good resources but it's, it's still something that we wouldn't do this big investments every year and now it's a five-year deal with with wise hockey so it's more about getting the buy-in from the teams and the board of directors and you know justify the investment that we, we can actually make a positive business case out of this so and not, how- not technology it's more about justifying that and how do you go about that? That's, I mean, uh, you've sort of answered it already, but I'd love to hear uh, anything else that you can share on selling that because I think the whole industry is filled with great ideas that never go anywhere. And uh, is it just a spreadsheet where you kind of add up the revenue? or? Well, for, for some people, that's, that's the answer. So we just need to show numbers and we probably... You know, hopefully we show green numbers there yeah. and, and pluses. In, in but you know, some people want to know more and they want to know that wise hockey is the system that should go. I mean, this is where the sports is going. Everyone knows that we're, you know, this is how we're evolving. And but now, what technology actually is to put your money on and what to invest on? That that's maybe the biggest question. That then the you know, if this is something that we should do. Everyone knows we should do this, but are we now, you know, betting on the right horse, I guess. And any, any lessons learned, any benefits that you weren't anticipating that you've uh, got out of using this technology? Well, I think we're first started from the, only from the fan perspective and, and, and the media perspective. But once, you know, the system got better and better and the algorithms get more intelligent, we, we saw the kind of the coaching side and the team management side and, and so, I mean then it started to make sense because it's the fan engagement, the media and, and betting that's probably where the money is and that's what you know pays the bills but you know the coaching side we know that teams spend a lot of money on, on all kinds of coaching tools and, and some of them are not that valuable and now we can provide the whole league, every team in the league we can kind of not level the playing field but at least give up the same data set for all the teams to, you know, and they can use it however they want to gain competitive advantage, I guess. Well, it's wonderful. I am really fascinating to, to hear about your application of this technology. It's always good to hear from end users and congratulations on, on being the first in doing this. Thank you for looking forward to next season. Yeah. Good luck. Thanks. <laughs> Thank you. All right. Three songs you'd take on a trip to Mars. Any? Uh, are, are you? Do you enjoy music? I do. I do. I'm a you know, 
semi-professional musician myself. Oh, I really? Do, I do play uh, Fantastic. Uh, guitar. What do you play? Guitar? Yeah, guitar, yes. Uh-huh. I, I enjoy that. I'm a, I'm a rock guy, so I think there's, a, I guess, you know, I think three songs I didn't really think about, but, you know, I think Stairway to Heaven would be the first one. I mean, that's an obvious choice here. Classic. Classic. And then, you know, for the naming right, I, I would say... Uh, song called The Skies in Neighborhood by Foo Fighters. Okay. Kind of in, in the name ways. And then um, my all time favorite song is Green Day's Basket Case, so I could listen to that you know, all right. day in, day out. So that would be my third one. Does it have like a memory associated with it, or do you just like the song? Well, there's of course a lot of you know memories growing up listening to that song and, and the whole record, but also, yeah, I, I like the song. It's, it's, a, it's a great song. deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com podcast. That's Indeed.com podcast. Terms and conditions apply. 